welcome back to a, another episode of the Wonderlust Podcast. What, what? Where we're going to take some deep dives into some nature, which is science and nature. This week is our sister subject. Yep. Um, you know, we like to talk about all kinds of unexplained or unknown or unexpected little bits and bobs of anything that we are curious about and really want to learn more about that's uh that's us yeah we like a good dive but not into a cave because that's how you die or into a lake or an ocean oh my god well i mean yeah if you're gonna dive you will be in a body of water where there is a cave not necessarily Dive? <laughs> <laughs> Your face, though. So rude. <laughs> There's a key ingredient that makes that verb possible. <laughs> like, you mean dive? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Today is Tuesday. <laughs> Today is Tuesday. Yeah, this week went by really quickly, actually. Um, It's Tuesday, babe. (laughs) No, I mean, like, from last Tuesday. Like, I'm counting back seven days, obviously. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I don't live the Monday to Sunday, Sunday to Monday, or Sunday to Sunday, or whatever these crazy people are living out here. I live in the present, all right? Mm. And it's a gift. (laughs) You're so stupid. I can't believe you just said that. I can believe that you just said that. We all can believe that I just said that. Oh, God. Is it bad that, like, the day after the summer solstice is, what is that? Is it the 21st? I didn't look Yeah, it's the okay. 21st. Yeah, so the 22nd, <laughs> I was literally like, and winter is here. <laughs> it is already coming. It has come for you now. <laughs> With every minute the sun sets, but a little quicker. literally how I feel even though it was like 98 degrees today it's been been very hot like too hot um although it did it did storm today which was nice it stormed in the afternoon we all know I love a good afternoon storm yes yes you would like these afternoon storms they've been like I said they've been relaxing relaxing rain yeah it's uh a little thundery sometimes. So no flash guys, floods. So well, yay. that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, because that's an issue with us out here. But, yeah. I feel like it's an issue most places around. Yeah. Yeah. So specifically, though, <laughs> where I am at, if there's a lot of rain, there's high risks of flash floods because the ground is so hard it doesn't absorb the water. Oh... So it doesn't take as much for there to be a flash flood issue. Right. And I don't, I don't know if you remember, um, uh, it was like five, six years ago. I have a picture on my Facebook of, it was like summer and we got a lot of rain and it was so flooded in town, like people's cars were flooded, like so much flooding in the houses and stuff like that. Like they were like swimming in the street, like it was, it was flooded. 
Yeah. Luckily, my house was fine, but (laughs) it's all that matters. (laughs) It's all that matters to me. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Shut up. Sounded terrible, I know. Give me a break. I didn't want to deal with flooding in my house. That doesn't... Nobody wants to deal with flooding in their house. <laughs> we need to change the subject. So are you guys wearing masks at work? <laughs> For me? Yeah. If we're fully vaccinated, we don't have to. So are you? is that your way of saying you're not wearing a mask at work? No, I'm not wearing a mask at work anymore. Wow, I can't believe that. Are you, do you still have to wear a mask at work? No, I haven't been wearing a mask since May. I'm vaccinated. Oh, I don't know. That's what I was like asking. No, I know. But like, so did you meet anyone at work when you had to wear masks? Yes. There are several people that I've met because I work in a place where people come and go very often. And there's especially a specific season where a bunch of people will all come in new at the same time. And they all came in with their masks. And now I'm seeing all these people without their masks. And I'm like, that's not how I envisioned your face That's at not all. what my brain told me you looked like. Nope. That's not what my brain told me what, that he looked like. It's just, it's very confusing. And in some cases, you know, it's better than I expected. But in most cases, it's just awkward because my brain's like, oh, it's. Uh... I feel like it's in most cases, it's like the proportions that your brain made up are just not at all the proportions that you see. And I think it's like it's like the whole duck and rabbit thing. You know, it's like you're like, it's a rabbit. It's a rabbit. And then all of a sudden then, you're like, oh, shit, it's a duck. It's a duck. Like, <laughs> yep. Yep. Yep transforms right before your eyes you're like whoa wait a minute what yeah there's specifically like three people that i can think of that it really just jars me still every time i see them to the point where like yeah no i just saw two people that i had never seen without a mask i have seen them a lot for many (laughs) (laughs) for many of the portion of the year i have seen them many months for many moons, yes, at the at the place where I like to visit to work on my physique. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was the way that you said that. Yes, it is the way that I said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, saw their faces today and was like, <gasps> <laughs> not for any reason, but besides my brain was like, I was so wrong. I was so wrong, like. Okay, but are you like me and you awkwardly can't like keep like, I keep like looking at the bottom of their face like that's, that's really, that's what's happening right now? (laughs) Well, I'm talking to them, I'm supposed to be like an adult in like a social situation, professional, and I just keep looking at their lips and their chin like that's not what I thought was happening down there. See, I solve this problem for myself by being incredibly antisocial to people that I don't know very well. I have known you for less than six months. Like, we're still uh, testing the waters. Yeah, but I have to talk to different people as part of my job. I don't know. Job. That's not true. That's not true. I, but it's, it's part of my job to talk to people, which is why I it's know, so hard for me to just talk to people. Because it's like, I can go up to your table and be like, <laughs> can be like, the ma'am the team. ham. Yeah. That's, that's my <laughs> server's persona. Ma'am the ham. Like, <laughs> ma'am the ham. I like yeah. it. 
Yeah, they're like, oh my gosh, you can't possibly carry six plates. And I was like, ugh, I'm going to start doing lunges for you. <laughs> Man, the ham will be here all week. <laughs> Do lunges while you dance away with 12 plates instead? Yeah, I don't know. No, I definitely did that, though. Oh, really? You got to ham it up. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I work at a job where, like, literally how much the people that I interact with like me is how I get paid. I guess that's true. I am a courtesan. (laughs) (laughs) A lady in waiting, you might say. Stop making me cackle. That was a really good cackle, too. Oh, man, I'm going to use that. (laughs) (laughs) But that is that literally is what it is. So, yeah, no, I will do whatever I can unless they're fucking rude. If they and even I try to turn it around. I really do. I will try to turn it around. Just like I did with those old people. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. But uh, they were old and um, <laughs> very ignorant as well. They did not learn a lot in their hundred years on this planet. Certainly had the time. <laughs> Certainly had the time. <laughs> what have they been doing this whole time? No idea. Not a clue. But, but yeah, I, I turned them around and they actually tipped me like a fucking 20% tip, which like they had Impressive. Blue Lives Matter masks. Like I was surprised. Shocked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah. So that's what I do. That's what I do. I sell myself <laughs> for the people while they eat. Sure, they're stuffed to the gills. <laughs> I wish you guys could see her facial expressions because it's just the best part. It's just so funny because, like, I get so upset and not even. Okay, so do you ever, like, get road rage? Yeah, not as much anymore, but I used to get it. Okay, so do you ever get road rage, like, mid-step like <laughs> so you're walking through a door and you're like ah and it's not because there's somebody standing in your way it's just like something isn't happening fast enough and it's not a temper or being angry because it is the same exact instant gut feeling that you have when that happens mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it probably is anger and i probably should get yep. help for that but <laughs> I just feel my blood pressure start to rise sometimes. I'm just like, why is it taking so long? God damn it. Because <laughs> so irritated. <laughs> Mine is the overstimulation. Like, I was talking to somebody at work, and uh, we were trying to have a conversation, and then within 10 feet of us, three other people were having a loud shouting conversation behind this dude, mm-hmm. and I'm trying so hard to focus on him. And it felt like it was eons before I was, like, finally, like, I we have to go talk somewhere else before I, like, lose my goddamn mind. It was, like, maybe 15 seconds. <laughs> it felt like an eternity to me. But, yeah. boy, like, whew. I was like, nope, that's a really good way to get me super annoyed super quick. 
is to overstimulate me with dumbass conversations about fucking cryptocurrency. Woo! I'm trying to fucking do my goddamn job. Have you seen those um, noise-canceling headphones that review on Amazon for those noise-canceling headphones? It it's like a familiar. It's like a thing that's that went viral or it's being yeah. shared a lot. God, I feel so old. I'm like, I guess they I guess the kids like it. <laughs> but it's a review <laughs> about on about bleh, it's a review on noise canceling headphones, basically being like, Yeah, I got these headphones and I put them on and I'm wearing them and um then my neighbor upstairs, their apartment got broken into, and they were stabbed to death, and I didn't know until the police knocked on my door and asked if I heard anything, but I didn't fucking hear a thing, so you should get these headphones. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man. So... Today I'm going first, you guys. She's going first. The second born is going first. You know, the updated version has something to say. say. (laughs) Sister 2.0 over here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I uh, have some things to talk about, and uh, I'm not even going to beat around the bush. We're going to be talking about bald eagles. Yeah. Ooh, we're going holiday themed. It's a holiday. It's a. It's a. It's not a holiday theme. It just happens to be. It's kind of themed. It's yeah. just funny to me because I'm like, why bald eagles? I I needed to know, and I needed to know this way before we started the podcast. So when we started the podcast, I was like, well, for July Fourth, I'm doing why bald eagles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes. welcome to why bald eagles. Um, colon. What America has done. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's a title right there. (laughs) You know, sure. All right. Yeah. All right. So, the bald eagle has been a symbol of governmental power since Roman times. Mm -hmm. So when we ask... Why bald eagles? Because the Romans did it, you know? Like, uh-huh. is it, is that the only reason? Here's the thing. Not a clear reason was found. That seems to be the clearest reason is, um... Nobody knows why? We do so much shit because of the fucking Romans. I just want to point that out. You really? Know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, stuff from, like, ancient Egypt, you know, trickled down. Greece, a little bit of trickle-down effect, too. But it's like, yeah. Uh, Anyways. But my point is, yeah, really couldn't find a why. But then I found so much what? And here we are. (laughs) Did you also find some how? A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) So... The bald eagle has been used as a national symbol for the United States since 1782. Not even 1776? Nope. Not even then. (laughs) They were just into colors and shapes back then. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Yeah, and so, and the bald eagle that, like, was put on the little emblem or whatever when they first decided it is holding, like, arrows and, like, olive branches. Olive branches. is basically, like... (laughs) Um, I'm not going to say it. You might. Please say it. Say it. (laughs) (laughs) Say it. I don't know what it makes me think of. It just makes me think of America. It seems like something that they would do, you know, like bomb a bunch of places and then be like, here's some aid. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. When you say olive branches, I immediately think of the church. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not great either. (laughs) Yeah. So problematic. Bald Eagle is getting some interesting PR and it's been picked up by, uh, uh, <laughs> America. It's gonna be like by a radical group. <laughs> <They're not laughs> radical or a, no, an extremist group. There we go. There we go. <laughs> That's the word. All right. Some fun bald eagle facts are as follows they can have nests up to 10 feet in diameter. Damn. And their nests can weigh. As much as two tons, which is like four thousand pounds. In case anyone how did, how did thinks they, two how did tons they do that? is not a big Jesus. deal, Jesus, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, the largest recorded bald eagle nest was located in Saint Petersburg, Florida. You knew it was going to be said at some point. I was gonna say. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's like when you first said Saint Petersburg, I was like Russia. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nope. Nope, we gotta mention the Florida. We gotta mention it. And that nest was nine and a half feet in diameter, 20 feet deep, and weighed almost 6,000 pounds. I'm sorry, did you just say 20 feet deep? And weighed almost 6,000 pounds. Why? Bald eagles. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, that's like a cylinder, though. That's like a cocoon. That's yeah. like a that's a condo. I was gonna say, how did they? What did what did they make condo it out of? Or a condo? Oh God, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, the um, I looked up. Yeah, because I can't believe it weighs six thousand pounds. So I actually looked up like how much a tiny home weighs. And tiny homes range from 3,000 to 10,000 pounds. So this legitimately is a tiny physically, home. if you can imagine, a medium-sized tiny home in a tree. Dude, how did they Bald do eagles? that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, other weird things that can also weigh up to 6,000 pounds include <laughs> the tongue of a blue whale. Ew. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Not what I was expecting you to say. I don't know. That's the first thing you come up when you, that's the first thing that comes up when you Google what weighs 6,000 pounds. Are you serious? That's the first thing that comes up? <laughs> yes. Ooh. The tongue of a blue whale. All that's right. very specific. I was going to say. Why are you weighing tongues? I thought you were going to say some sort of vehicle, to be honest, like a truck. Like a, like a, oh. I have a list. Don't even worry. Okay. Uh, So, yes, the tongue of a blue whale. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just 
Six grand pianos. Ooh. Three fully grown adult Clydesdales. <laughs> and a partridge in a pear tree? <laughs> <laughs> no. A standard utility tractor. Ooh. Or 333 cases of beer. 300. Wow, he did do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. In a um, partridge in a pear tree. It's It would be thousands, thousands of partridges in that pear tree. Yeah. Partridge. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where you went with it. <laughs> All right, so their nests are so large that during storms and in if there's high winds, obviously, like, they'll cause the tree to fall down. Yeah. Like, that's not structurally sound. Um, yeah. So, a bald eagle can live up to 30 to 35 years in the wild and has been recorded to live up to 50 years in captivity. Ooh. Which is like, but, hmm, you know? It <laughs> <laughs> was a very interesting way to, to word that. Right? But I also did understand what you meant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> interesting, interesting. All right. A full-grown bald eagle has a wingspan of up to seven feet, which I love how all of these facts are like, of up to. Because they can't get up to bald eagles. <laughs> They're like, we got up to one, and it it was around for like 50 years, and its wingspan got up to seven feet, but that was just the one. <laughs> we, haven't, uh, we haven't found other ones. Yeah. They, don't, they don't like us around. One ate my dog. One ate my dog. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, yeah, that's really long. I don't know who is seven feet, but I'm said. sure. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, the female lays two or three eggs, and both parents share incubation and guard them diligently against predators. Look at that. Predators such as squirrels. Gulls really? and ravens. Yeah, I bet no one ever considered squirrels to be a As predator. predator? No. I, I definitely did. Not until I read that and I was like, squirrels? Squirrels? Does that make them an apex predator if they are killing bald eagles? I was going to say, also, how big are the bald eagle eggs that they can like... If they're a squirrel. I would assume that a bald eagle can just like... I know, right? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Why, bald eagles? Why? Maybe okay. it's like the whole elephants and mice thing. You know, they're scared of them. I don't know. Uh, oh, maybe. I, don't I know. guess. Or maybe squirrels are just like assholes, and they just get up in there and just toss them out of the fucking... But I wouldn't think a squirrel would do that. I wonder how big bald eagle eggs are. I did not look that up. Anyways, we'll get back to the how big bald eagle eggs are later. Uh-huh. Eagles will use the same nest for years, or as long as it lasts, you know, in case the tree falls over, and they do mate for life. Aww. Yes. 
when their chicks hatch, they will ball up their talons so that they don't hurt the little chicklets when they're walking around the nest. <laughs> they just walk on little noobs. Um, so... In 1782, when the bald eagle officially became a symbol of this country, we've just learned all the cute things about them, they were considered vermin and were often shot by farmers on sight. I'm sorry, when was this? In 1782, when they were like, this is a good idea. Also, we hate Hate them. Oh my God. (laughs) That's fucking nuts. Isn't it though? It really doesn't get more... America than that. Yeah. Like, oh, it's upsetting. Um, it is estimated that there were about 70,000 bald eagles in the United States in 1782, but thanks to industrialization and people fucking off out west, eagles' habitats diminished drastically by the late 1800s. What? That doesn't seem... That doesn't seem accurate. That doesn't sound like something that might have happened. I mean, it sounds like they were just shooting them anyways. I'm not really sure. I mean, I guess, you know, they are tearing down all of their habitats, too. Yeah, but probably also like, oh, it's a bald eagle. Insane to me. Um, by also, 19... Yeah, oops. what? A bald eagle egg is... Slightly smaller than a goose egg and slightly larger than a chicken egg. Okay, am I the only one who does not know how big a fucking goose egg is? Uh, okay, but a chicken egg, they said it's only slightly larger than it, so it's not that big. It's like, you know. So they like reggy eggs. Yeah, they're like regular eggs. Isn't that weird? Yeah. They're probably like those Walmart eggs, you know, the really, really big white ones that yeah. people think are normal. Mm. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, So around 1940, eagle populations seemed to be recovering. The Bald and Golden Eagle Protection Act was passed, which prohibited anyone from taking bald or golden eagles, taking their nest, their eggs, Mm -hmm. and it established criminal penalties for anyone who did so. Uh, The act defines take as pursue, shoot, shoot at, had to clarify that, poison, kill, capture, trap, collect, molest, or disturb, agitate, or bother a bald or golden eagle. Okay, agitate (laughs) or bother. with the fucking eagles. How about that? (laughs) Just don't do it, guys. Oh, my God. Coincidentally, in 1940, uh, that was also when pesticides were really taking off. Ah, yes. Good old pesticides. Yeah, people were spraying plants with DDT, which is a pesticide that was developed as one of the first modern synthetic insecticides in the 1940s. Um, and the EPA wasn't established until 1970. So up until then, <laughs> the Department of Agriculture was responsible for regulating the use of pesticides. So it seems like something they probably did a really great job at. Yeah. No. 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 No, no. Mm-mm, no. Um, 
People were, uh, like I said, drenching their fucking plants with DDT, and those plants were being eaten by smaller mammals, and then those smaller mammals were being were eaten being by the eaten eagles, by, yep. causing the eagles and their eggs to be affected. Um, what would happen is the eggshells would be too thin to withstand incubation and mm. were crushed, mm. or they simply just did not hatch. Uh, which caused eagle populations to drop again. And by 1963, the population had dropped to 417 nesting pairs. Oh, my God. Yeah. America. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, my God. Please know that. Anyways, um, so the Endangered Species Act of 1966 and 1978 helped to protect the eagles but banning of DDT, which happened in 1972, was the most effective in the bald eagle's recovery. Mm. So, you know, <laughs> we drove them out of their habitat, shot them on site, and then poisoned them for years. <laughs> the symbol of our nation. The fucking symbol of the nation. Literally, though, it's a little too. It's a little too. Um, <laughs> she says. it's a little too yeah yeah like we literally almost killed it twice all of them god <laughs> twice <laughs> and eagles are on everything everything that is marketed for america there's a fucking bald eagle on yeah. it and you know what side it's for it's for the crazy side we all know <laughs> who that is okay don't make us say it but you know the crazy ones that wear eagles on their fucking shirts, okay? Or get them tattooed on their chests or something. With all kinds of different red, white, and blue flags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, uh, <laughs> I saw somebody <laughs> recently with a dating profile that was like, I bleed RWB. And I was like, what is, oh my God, ew. Yeah, that sounds like a medical condition that you need to have checked out. <laughs> Please, though, do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Why bald eagles? Mm-hmm. So, there is another thing that I do find pretty funny. Because... As we just discussed, the interesting symbolism of, like, the story of how bald eagles have had to deal with Americans and how they've also been used for, like, America's biggest marketing Mm -hmm. project. Symbol. Symbol. Yeah. Um, Marketing tool. There's the word. Um, it's also, you know, that type of thinking of, like, this nationalism, this, like, pride in your country and all of this shit tends to be, like, super toxic and um, just terrible in a lot of ways. But one of the ways is, like, you know, 
this weird like military industrial complex like toxic masculinity bullshit fucking the patriarchy you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's all geared towards one group of people who benefit from it exclusively (laughs) um so i find it really funny that i then learned um, well, I actually learned this a while ago. I will confess. I learned this a while ago, and I, it was actually, okay, so this is actually the story. All right, story time. <clears throat> Get comfy. Oh, yes. Okay. Ah, squeaky chair. So, back in the day, I was hanging out with a friend, and randomly in the car on, like, a trip, that was to somewhere that was probably like an hour away. Um, We were not talking. This was just a moment of silence. I don't believe there was music on. It was one of those moments in a long car ride where you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, we're doing this now. And Mm -hmm. randomly, someone said to me, (laughs) oh, hey, you should listen to this podcast. Um, It's about how birds don't have penises. Just instantly knew that that's something that I'd want to be a part of and know about. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Were they correct is the question. Yes. That is a real thing. That is a real thing. Um, Yeah. It's the it's Radio Lab podcast. And I think it's called Beauty and Evolution. But this was from like October of. 2019 maybe earlier than that um if you want to go back and listen to it but they talk about the fact that birds don't have penises um how many birds do you think have penises i don't know okay so i think there's like 20,000 like known species of birds Uh that are different kinds of birds that are alive right now. Okay. 97% of them don't. don't have don't have them. Yes. But the weird thing is that some of them do. That's the weird thing. So okay. then the whole podcast is about like evolutionary like evolutionarily speaking, how did that happen? Yeah. Why do some have one and some don't, you know, but so, I know this is a weird <laughs> segue, <laughs> but I do find it kind of funny that it's like, most people Just don't some... know. <laughs> most people don't know. I had no idea. I mean, not that it matters, but it's like, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like it's a weird thing, but it's just really funny because they're like, they lost them. (laughs) (laughs) They lost them. Where did they put them? Well, okay. So (laughs) the birds that do have them now are like geese, ducks, ostriches. Hmm. Hmm. Right. I don't know if swans do. I was literally just about to look for my phone. You're on on my phone. I am on my phone. Look it up. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Look up if uh, someone's put too. that in my Google search. You're welcome. <laughs> it's FBI. been all over my computer for a minute. <laughs> so 
Swans do have penises. See, there you go. I was suspicious because yeah. of the kind of bird that they are. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, most of them don't, and neither do bald eagles. Bald eagles, which some of you may have seen on like Planet Earth or like David Attenborough, they do this thing. Um, which, like, obviously, guys, I'm obsessed with bald eagles. Like, you knew this was going to happen eventually. I just kind of spun it for, like, America. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. But bald eagles do this beautiful thing where they fly up into the air, and then they, together, and then they fall down to earth because they're like, oh, this is so great. I could die right now. <laughs> It's a magical moment. So um, they don't do it while flying. They do it while falling. They do it while falling. They're falling. Oh, jeez. Yes. So now these, um, they have, I, I'm trying to figure out what it's called. What is it called? It's called something else. I'm sorry. I had it here. It's called a... It's, I don't know how to pronounce it. That's why it's, like, spelled weird. We're not going to talk about what it's called. We're not going to talk about what it's called. It's a colloquial? Can you look it up? Colloquia? What do you mean? What? What is a bald male bald eagle's genitalia called? I can't believe that this is gonna be on my phone. Thanks. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's like a cloak, 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 cloak. See, I told you something. <laughs> you told me something. That's that's for sure. So yes. Yeah, so instead of a penis, they have a cloaca. And it basically is just, um... It says A. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Go ahead. No, please read this. This makes me so happy. An internal chamber that ends in an opening. <laughs> and that just, like, stuff just, like, hangs out there, I guess. Is that... No? Oh, I thought it was, like, like a little squirt gun. Like, it just... Oh, yeah. Discharge sperm or eggs. Either one. See, For both so they, of them. they have the same. They just so like. They have bloop. the same. Yeah. yeah. They just. Just like Barbie dolls. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's bald eagles for you. Um, not done, but like, yeah, bald eagles. Yeah, they just. I'm like, like, I'm like, that's. You know, why are we even calling them male and female? You know, it's like, maybe birds are just birds. I'm wondering that because they both have. They both have the that. same thing. Yeah. So they you just, don't know one, until it one just just right? charges. Yeah, I guess no one lays eggs. God, we're such idiots. <laughs> this wait, 
wait, it also says, this same opening also serves a less sexy purpose, the expulsion of urinary and digestive waste. Oh my god, they do it all out of one hole. <laughs> Birds are so efficient. God. <laughs> That's Ugh. crazy. That's crazy. That's wow. Learning so much today. They do it all out I of one know. hole. God. Wow. You're welcome, world. Yeah. This is our podcast. <laughs> it really is. So basically, yeah, how did how did that happen? How did birds become birds? Yes, instead I would of like to know. Birds, you know? So essentially, uh, there are a few different theories. One of them is that it could have been STDs, um, but... <laughs> Yeah, they thought the birds were just, like, out there, like, Benjamin Franklin, like, rocking that syphilis, you know? Tweet, tweet, motherfucker, like... Oh, my God! Yeah, no, um, couldn't find any link between that, like, the S... Like, S... And I'm like, what are the... What are the STDs in birds? Like, I was... I'm... Am I brand new? Like, this happens almost every time I cover something. I'm like, am I really that dumb? <laughs> that TikTok. Am I dumb? <laughs> I have no. not. Okay. Um, so yeah, couldn't find a link between them just falling off mm. and uh and the fact that they may or may not have STDs, avian STDs. Um the Save other the possibility dates. What? You don't remember in Brooklyn Nine Nine when uh Boyle is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pass out my STDs to save the dates for his wedding. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Sorry. That's pretty funny. Um, So, yeah, the other possibility is that... (laughs) Can't wait to hear this. This is a real theory. Maybe it's because they're too heavy. I'm sorry, what? Maybe it's too heavy and the birds can't fly away (laughs) with all this... Dick. (laughs) (laughs) We just got rid of the extra weight. (laughs) Yeah, they think some scientists like really actually believe that over the years, birds were like, I can't, I can't bear the weight. (laughs) Gonna slop that shit off. Can't bear the weight of this. Yep, I'm just gonna leave that there. (laughs) I'm just going to let it hang. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, man. However, ducks are among the most long distance, the longest distance. Fucking fuck. Okay. Ducks migrate. Oh, shit. How do I form sentences? That is the question. Yes. Uh, Ducks. If you say ducks one more (laughs) fucking time. Ducks practice necrophilia. I'm sorry, what? That has been documented. It's upsetting. Ducks are not as cute and, and nice as you like to think they are when you're feeding them bread out of your face at the pond. Who's done that? Raise your, raise, oh, clap your hands if you've done that. Oh, oh, who was that? 
That was clapped. Oh. No, it wasn't. Out of They're, your mouth, though? Out of my mouth. Yep. Like a, like a baby bird. This was Ew. during COVID, too. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot believe that you just said that. Well, the ducks didn't have it. You don't know. Oh, my God. I can't put my mouth on other people, so I'm just going to fucking put my mouth up to a duck. <laughs> I don't even know what kind of STDs they have. <laughs> oh, my God. Why didn't you call me that day? I needed that. <laughs> Oh, oh my shit. god. <laughs> yeah, I was really bummed about the necrophilia thing after uh <laughs> After you so gently fed a duck from your mouth. <laughs> we didn't touch mouths, okay? <laughs> there was enough in between us. Uh-huh. Okay. It was a lady in the trip situation and it was adorable. <laughs> Until you discovered that that creature may have participated in necrophilia. Is that what we're... Oh, it definitely does. Oh, so okay. ducks have... A, they can have a penis that's twice as long as their body. That's oh. the longest duck penis that's ever been recorded. What? And um, I'm going to let you know, so you don't have to look it up like I did. When a duck's penis comes out, it is uh, violent. It I'm sorry, is, what? Mm-hmm. In order to fully perceive it, they have to slow it down to, like, 60 frames per second. Ew. Yeah. Are you serious? Quite. Ew. Yes. So, but the reason, you know, this is a point in this scenario here is that they migrate a long distance. And so part of the counterpoint to that theory is, like, uh, if ducks can do it, everyone else can. Ducks are fucking crazy, though. And um, another theory really is that the birds did not, like, stopped mating. That's one of the theories is, like, because it was so violent and um, out of nowhere, Ugh. you know, it that it was, you know, turn, put them off, obviously, because they're being attacked. Um, and so that that is another theory that that's why. Because when you look at how birds behave now, a lot of male birds, you know, are really colorful. They do these little dances. They pick up all yeah. this stuff. They fly around. They try to do everything that they can to, like, impress the female. And sometimes it doesn't even work, you know? It's like, or, you know, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it is an interesting theory when you think about, you know, how we see birds behaving today, i.e., you know, we're, I know we're not all out there. I mean, I'm looking at bald eagles while I'm driving down the road, so watch Bruh. the fuck out. No, birds but... are my most distractible, uh, like, birds distract me the most while I'm driving. Like, the most. I see a bird, and I'm like, is that a bird of prey? Did I just see a hawk? Roadrunner? Couldn't believe I saw a roadrunner. God, stop. Ugh. So I need to get I need to get like a little book. So I like 
highlight them, you know, like in a Yeah, while you're driving. Crossing. That seems like a great idea. <laughs> I do so many things while I'm driving. Don't, right? I, I don't. Done. Stop. I don't want to know about that. <laughs> what? I wear my seatbelt. I check my mirrors. I do mm-hmm. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Calm down, she says. <laughs> So, yeah. So, bald eagles don't have penises, but ducks do, and they're violent and very long. Yeah, and they think that's why the bald eagles don't have them, is because bald eagles are just part of every other bird, where they're like, yeah, fuck this, because it's not working, because it's terrifying. (laughs) And awful. I might have one last thing. Oh, I love one last thing. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just like some, it's a bit about this guy who was being like, um, so there is a quote from Darwin's Descent of Man for any like, Oh, Darwinism is all about survival of the fittest. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or, like, I don't really know if, like, it would be the female's choice that, like, might, you know, sway things. And I'm like, well, you know, if birds aren't mating, you know, then they're not going to, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're just going to stop being birds. Um, so, this is the quote. Bright colors and ornamental appendages have all been indirectly gained by one sex or the other through the influence of love, jealousy, and the appreciation of the beautiful in sound, color, or form, and through the exertion of choice. Point is, why bald eagles? I don't know. I don't know. I can't make sense of the way that bald eagles were basically shat on consistently for and then almost 200 years yeah. before they were like allowed to exist but are used as a symbol of basically American industrial or military industrials complex you know um, it's it is very interesting and it also just, slightly ironic it's incredibly ironic it's incredibly ironic and I'm, and then it's like also like you don't even know what a bald eagle is do you you don't it just it's upsetting to me that bald eagles are the symbol of this country. Like, I know it's like, yeah, we have a flag or something, but mm-hmm. we have a bad track record with those. And this also just proves that point. You know, it's like, it's just annoying because I really love bald eagles. And it's like, oh, they're, they're, it's like freedom, America. And I'm like, actually, they're just, they're just burbs. They're just, oh. They're just cool burbs. You know, can we just let them be burbs? Burbs. Yeah. Did I tell you about how I saw a bald eagle um, not that long ago? Like a baby bald eagle? Oh my gosh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it was crazy because one, I hadn't seen one that close while not driving. It like flew up while we were, um, I was at my friend's house, we saw it in the backyard and it like killed something actively in front of us and there were two of them and then they start fighting over it but one you could hear the specific like eagle noise and then two like because it wasn't in the sky and I could see it on the ground 
Like, I could actually see how fucking big it was. I was like, oh, my God. That thing is like a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> I mean, I know they're related because, you know, it's like reptiles and birds. But, like, they're big. <laughs> you know, you see them in the sky and they don't look like that big. And no, then, they're like, big. Yeah, it was crazy. And then, like, the way that they're, like, their beak specifically is different. Curves. From, like, yeah. Yeah, it, like, curves like that different from, like, you know, like, hawks. They got a little... They have a little curve, but it's mostly like a cute little point. But uh, it's not as like intense of a yeah. Oh look. man, yeah, it was crazy. <clears throat> yeah, I love me some bald eagles. They're super cool. Um, I remember the first time that I saw bald eagles was when we were hiking out in the woods near Orlando in Florida. And it was actually right near our, our old house. We went out there the day after Christmas one year. I think mm-hmm. it might have been in, like, 2012, probably. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, and we hiked out to this spot maybe, like, two or three miles. And there was a big nest um, and two bald eagles and one f- uh, well, there was one in the nest and then one flew up. And we're, like, out on this, like, sand hill peninsula you know Mm -hmm. so we're kind of up from the river maybe like 15 feet or so and this bald eagle just comes right by right across in front of us and goes up into the nest and then one of them like came out and like flew around while we were out there but that was fucking cool I do I do miss that kind of shit. I don't know why the woods here feel so different and weird. They're just unfamiliar. They, they do feel they do feel much different. I like them, but yeah, I can understand why it's unfamiliar. Um, did you see that since 2009 the number of bald eagles in the lower 48 states of the US has quadrupled? Wow. Good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And it apparently extra flourished during uh, COVID. <laughs> Everybody had to stay inside. <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of animals flourished during yeah. COVID because hi, we're not the only animals on the planet. Maybe you know. Yeah. I did like seeing those videos of like, you know, gators walking around being like, I know. nobody's out. out here. I know. <laughs> I've always wondered what was down the street. <laughs> I do love watching gators walk because they do look so like sassy. They're just, just gonna... like, because their butts are just bloop, like, bloop. I feel like their hips are a little bit higher than their shoulders. So like their yeah, butts are like, like... <laughs> they are, they're very cute and sassy. Oh, man. Yeah. That was good. I like it. Lots of laughs. It was just a silly time. I knew it was going to be a silly time, so I tried to keep it silly for you guys because I just wanted to talk about what bald eagles and why. And why. And, and don't why. Even know. We and don't like, know. Why? Nobody you know? knows. Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that their numbers had quadrupled, but that's good to know. And good to know that they've been doing well. Yeah, Maybe actually, this I'll article. Stand outside with a. <laughs> It's about to take a dark turn. Don't do that. (laughs) Um, Researchers say the population is now above 300,000. Oh. Well, good. I know, right? They're doing great. Yeah. Wow. 
Um, also, I did think it was funny that they were like, it was estimated that there were about 70,000 bald eagles in 1782. And I'm like, who was counting bald eagles? And where were y'all even? You <laughs> guys wondering. weren't even around everywhere. I was wondering about that, too. Like, like that's some made-up science shit. I swear to God, there are some times where, like, there's, somebody has a joke about that. I don't remember who it is. I think maybe it's Nate Bargatze where he's like, no, they could literally just be like, oh, yeah, 70,000. Yeah, just write that shit down. No one will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one will know. know. They're going to yeah. know. How will they know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But also, did you know that bald eagles don't turn, like, have the white heads until they're, like, four? They're I full grown. I did know that. I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not know that. I only learned that when we saw the bald eagle. And I was like, what the fuck kind of eagle was that? Because it was huge. Yeah. But it was a it was a adolescent or whatever. So it's still, it was like brown so like and speckled. white. Yeah, yeah, they're like speckled. But it was fucking huge. And we looked it up and we, my friends, they're awesome. They had bird watching books. Nice. Uh, so we looked through the different eagles and we're like, no, that's definitely an adolescent bald eagle. Wow. Yeah. No, bird watching will get you. Like, it will get you. It is like an insane. Because there's birds everywhere, guys. Yeah. So it's like, if you want to watch everywhere. some nature, watch some burbs. Yep. Burbs are great. I love me some burbs. <laughs> I'm ready. Fucking let's go. Are you ready for the Sarah-themed topic of today? Yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, today I will be talking about <laughs> attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or ADHD. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> In what um, aspect? Um, I have been doing a lot of research for myself. Actually, I wasn't doing it for myself. I started doing research for my daughter, and then I realized that all of these things applied to me, especially. I was like, I should do more research on this. And so I figured, since I was already doing research on it, I could apply it to the podcast, you know. Um, and science. Learned, yeah. <laughs> this was our science topic. I was like, fuck yeah, I got this. <laughs> got like 10 pages of notes on this. Uh, yeah. So it all started with this this lovely book called um, The Divergent Mind. Um, I don't actually remember why I started reading it, to be honest with you. Uh, I feel like I was doing research and somebody mentioned the book and I was like, well, it's on Audible, so I'll start listening to it. And I listened to it on the plane when I was traveling and I was like, oh, shit, this stuff really fucking applies. Okay. So then I started doing more research and then I learned a lot. So now you guys get to learn a lot. You're welcome. Also, yeah. I am the cliche and ADHD TikTok has really opened my eyes. <laughs> To Yo, I will say I have learned a lot from TikTok. Yeah. And it's just information that you didn't have access to. Yeah. You know? It's like it's there's there's a lot out there, so I will say that. But it's like some of the stuff that I have found, I'm like, 
oh my god. Mm-hmm. Like even like the random life hacky things. You're oh just yeah. Like, wow, I can't believe I've been doing that wrong. Oh yeah, I'll get into time. that too. Yeah. So um, for those of you who don't know, ADHD, which is the stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. I'm just gonna say ADHD from now on, okay? So that's okay. much easier. So it's a neurological or psychological disorder associated with having trouble paying attention, controlling impulsive behavior, or being overly active. It was initially thought that ADHD was just a behavioral disorder. It is not. According to Thomas Brown, who's a PhD and a clinical professor of psychiatry at Yale University School of Medicine, he says... The old model thinks of ADHD as a behavioral disorder, but many individuals living with ADHD never had significant behavior problems. They have difficulty focusing their attention on necessary tasks and using memory efficiently. ADHD was the first disorder to be found because of a deficiency of a neurotransmitter. So in this case with ADHD, the neurotransmitter is called nora. Pinephrine, saying it wrong probably, uh, but it's also the first. Norepinephrine. God damn it! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is now a good time to state the obvious and say that we are not scientists or what? Whoever studies birds, biologists. Scientists are biologists. Yeah, you get we're not it. Scientists. We're people, and we just, <laughs> just like, like to learn things. <laughs> so you're learning with us today. It's a together welcome experience. Welcome to the show. This is what it is every time. You're welcome. <laughs> so norepinephrine. I I think so. I mean, I'm not. That I makes just, sense. No, that sounds okay. more right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so people with ADHD, their brains have low levels of the neurotransmitter norepinephrine. Norepinephrine is linked arm in arm with dopamine, so dopamine helps control the brain's reward and pleasure center. Uh, Dopamine is one of the, like, building blocks of norepinephrine. I think it's, like, dopa and dopamine make up norepinephrine. This is very, like glossed over science here but all of this to say that it's not just a behavior thing it's an actual like chemical issue in the brain fun fact adhd is now the only diagnosable term in the medical field so previously it used to be add or adhd now medical professionals only use adhd and they break it out into three different types of adhd there's Predominantly inattentive, predominantly hyperactive, and there's combined hyperactive, impulsive, and inattentive. Um, So the primarily inattentive version is sometimes called ADD by, like, parents and teachers, even though when you get the diagnosis, it's literally just ADHD. Symptoms of inattentive ADHD include... Inattention slash difficulty focusing, so like zoning out when people are talking. Distractibility, i.e. being distracted by birds while driving. (laughs) Um, 
or poor executive function, trouble planning, scheduling, time management, organizing, sticking to tasks. Uh, other examples include like you get bored easily, you have trouble focusing on a single task, instead you do like multiple things all at once, um, you lose shit all the time, especially like you're trying to leave the house and you have your keys and then you fucking somehow manage to lose them as you're trying to leave the house. Um, it seems like you don't listen, you zone out or tr- daydream often, you have trouble following directions, like this one, I'm not gonna lie, if somebody, like, tries to verbally tell me, like, ten steps to a thing, I'm like, wait, wait, wait hold on, let me, <laughs> let me write it down, I can't, like, once I get past, like, step three, I'm like, I just, just, let's, uh, hold on, hold on, experts say that most children with the primarily inattentive type of ADHD are often undiagnosed because they don't disrupt the class. And it is the most common version found amongst girls. So basically, you fly under the radar if you have this type of ADHD because your symptoms don't affect anybody else. It's just your own internal struggle, right? Mm -hmm. And you're not disrupting the class. So it's like, oh, you know, she just has trouble focusing sometimes or she's, you know, daydreamy or spacey or whatever. You know what I mean? But, like, I feel like, especially when we were growing up, um, one, I don't think people were diagnosed as much with ADHD. Number two, I feel like ADHD was mostly associated with being hyper Mm -hmm. and, like, jumping around or, you know, acting like a crazy kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... The next type of ADHD that we have is is predominantly hyperactive slash impulsive. And this is what people generally think of when they hear ADHD. People with this type of ADHD primarily show symptoms of hyperactivity and impulsive behavior, i.e. fidgeting, interrupting, not being able to wait your turn, being impatient, You know, you have issues with sitting still, you have issues with finishing tasks and focusing, but it's not as much as the sitting still. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, like, you can still have the symptoms of not being able to pay attention as much, but really the parts that you struggle most with are, you know, being, moving all the time, being impatient, interrupting, that kind of thing. Um, children with this type of ADHD tend to disrupt class more often. So the symptoms for this type include fidgeting, feeling restless, uh, difficulty sitting still, a lot of talking constantly, um, touching or playing with objects, even when you know you shouldn't be, um, constantly on the like, go, 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 they're impatient or they have no filter, right? Um, So then the last version is combined symptoms, basically. Combined, hyperactive, impulsive, and inattentive ADHD is exactly how it sounds. It's just a combo of the first two types, meaning that you have, you display symptoms of hyperactivity and inattention. And there's not, you're not leaning more towards one or the other. Um, Interestingly enough, the... National Institute of Mental Health says that most children actually have combination type ADHD, mm. which I thought was interesting because I did not know that. Um, 
In addition to having symptoms of impulsivity, hyperactivity, and or impulsivity, you also need to have these things, these following things to be diagnosed. You have to display several symptoms before the age of 12. Um, You have to have symptoms in multiple settings, not just at school, but at home and work with friends, etc. There has to be evidence that the symptoms interfere with life and general function as a human, and the symptoms cannot be explained away by other things such as anxiety or depression. However... Aren't anxiety and depression, like, part of the symptoms? Uh Uh-huh. Yes. So, I'm going to, like, bookmark this here, because we're going to talk a little bit more about it later, but I don't like that that was mentioned in one of the articles, because, one, I feel like anxiety and or depression are symptoms of larger mental health issues. It's not... I don't... I feel like, generally speaking, there's something bigger. You don't just have anxiety. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. But in what I was looking at, it generally seems like anxiety or depression often are related to a plethora of mental health disorders as symptoms versus, you you know what I mean? Um, And also, I'll explain later that having (laughs) high levels of depression or anxiety are, is actually caused, or can actually be caused by long-term untreated ADHD. Which, so, yeah, so that's a sound thing. Um, so when we look into the causes of ADHD, um, it's not really known, but people are trying to use brain imaging tools to help them learn more about the disorder. The CDC believes that genetics, at the very least, are a factor for sure. Um, three out of four kids with ADHD have a relative with the same condition. (laughs) Yeah. If a parent is trying to get their kid evaluated for ADHD, they should also undergo screening because it's likely that they have it too. I.e., that's exactly how I started doing the research. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. Um, there are some other interesting risk factors. Brain injury, uh, will increase your risk of having... ADHD, Uh, exposure to environmental issues during pregnancy, like, you know, before you're born or at a young age, so like lead, Uh, alcohol, (laughs) (laughs) lead, lead, (laughs) what I have in my notes, Um, alcohol and tobacco use during pregnancy can also lead to ADHD, premature delivery can also lead to ADHD. Wow, why did you just say premature delivery like that? Jeez. Low birth weight can also contribute to Wow. And then my favorite one, trauma or adverse childhood experiences, also known as ACEs. It is known that trauma and adversity can alter the brain's architecture, especially in children, which may partly explain their link to the development of ADHD. Mm. Um, Some ACEs, and as a reminder, ACE stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences. Yeah. Not asexual. Not not this time. No, no, not this time. Some (laughs) adverse childhood experiences are associated with ADHD include living with an emotionally abusive individual, addiction in the household, physical conflict in the household, 
uh, sustained physical hardship, like inadequate housing or financial hardship, witnessing or experiencing serious violence in the neighborhood, uh, upsetting from separation or loss of a parent due to overseas deployment, incarceration, death, divorce, etc., Uh, the emotional aftermath of a volatile parental divorce, and or suffering recurrent racism and discrimination as a minority individual. These are all some of the experiences that can alter a child's brain as they're developing. Mm. Which is common sense, but also, like, slightly terrifying, I feel like, to think about. Like, yay! Everything alters your brain. It's uh, it's altering itself all the time. You know, when you use language like that, it's like it just becomes so... Because it's like it's always changing, you know? It's like if I drink a cup of coffee, it's going to alter my brain. You know what I mean? Okay, but you know what I mean. I Um, know what you mean, but it's also... Yeah. I guess I, I feel it... The reason why I'm, like, slightly terrifying is because, like, as a parent, it's like, oh, good. (laughs) Just more ways I've messed up my child. You're welcome. The more ACEs that a child has, the higher the ACE score increases, the higher the risk of having ADHD. Um, Oh, I have it spelled out. Meaning the more adverse childhood experiences you have, the higher the risk you have having ADHD. This inc- I feel like the same is like for high blood pressure though. Oh yeah. You know, and it's like that's something that can be passed down. That that we haven't mentioned either. Like yeah. that that is passed down. You know, that's part of your medical history. I was so gonna say, like, yeah. I did mention I that in the inter intergenerational drop yeah. tra- trauma. Um so these experiences can include abuse, neglect, child or household dysfunction, i.e. mental illness, divorce, substance abuse, etc. The most severe outcome of those with ch- high ACE scores, and ACE again stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences, uh, the most severe outcome is early death. Yay! Wait. Like, you have a higher likelihood of dying young. Good. Yeah. So, (laughs) according to Psychology Today, the continuous activation of an alarmed state is harmful to health and development, which, like, duh. It's like saying, constant stress isn't good for you. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, it's not. Also, I wasn't trying to say that to anyone else besides myself clarifying but not seriously here we go here's the darkness yes (laughs) i was gonna say that too (laughs) here it is i'm sorry i apologize continue wait where's the darkness we're all dying okay yeah oh that's where it was just there when i'm like i just want to die right (laughs) 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 oh god uh, so, yeah, obviously, constantly stressed or alarmed state is harmful to your general health and development, and it can overwhelm a child's developing emotional capacities so they can't achieve the level of self-regulation that they might otherwise have. So the result is that as the child or adult grows, they tend to overinterpret problems or challenges as much more serious than they are. 
They overact to a mild insult or offhand remark, easily startle, experience poor sleep, chronic anxiety, and ultimately poorer health. If we are in this situation, we experience poor attention, impulsivity, up and down emotions, feeling overwhelmed by additional stress, and coping with life's daily hassles can seem too hard. Yay! Um, also, fun fact, if a mother experienced severe emotional stress while she was pregnant, or if the child experienced abuse or other trauma early in life, this inner emergency alarm may be turned on throughout development. In that case, the child may look like they have ADHD. They may be inattentive, irritable, overreactive to challenge, and even reactively aggressive, but they don't have ADHD. They have chronic trauma reaction, which I thought was interesting. Um, yes. So it's, like, very close, but it's not, like, quite the same thing. Interesting. Right? So, ADHD in adults. Are you ready? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Like, you're not really responding. I don't know what to do. Is it just, like, too much information? I feel like I'm just, like, word vomiting at you. Mm, no. No, it's not. It's just, it, it's a lot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway. Um. All right. So, ADHD and adults. hey So, if you're like me... And learned about the fun symptoms of ADHD in adults from TikTok. Uh, <laughs> apparently, 4 to 5% of adults have it, but very few are actually diagnosed or treated for it. In one 2020 study in the UK, doctors were able to identify ADHD more easily in men. This may be because women tend to have different symptoms of ADHD and do not always display the behaviors typically associated with it, mm. i.e. women with ADHD often, more often than their male counterparts with ADHD will go undiagnosed throughout their life, right? There are certain risks associated with untreated ADHD in adults. This includes low self-esteem, Depression and anxiety. What? Women are especially prone to having low self-esteem with ADHD and are more likely to experience psychological distress as a result. So, because of all of this increased stress and anxiety and severe psychological distress, there's an increased mortality rate for those who have ADHD as an adult and go untreated. A study from 2015 that I found on PubMed Central, which is a respected database from the National Institutes of Health, said, This study associates ADHD with a significantly higher mortality rate. The mortality rate ratio was even higher in those that had received an ADHD diagnosis in adulthood compared to people who compared with people who received a correct ADHD diagnosis in childhood. With all this untreated stress and uh, psychological trauma that goes on for years, uh, the chronic stress can lead to other issues, like chronic inflammation and fibromyalgia. Mm. 
there is also an association with this. And, you guessed it, autoimmune diseases. What, what? Wow. According to Carger, which is a dumb name, but according to Carger.com, over the last years, an increasing body of evidence has supported the role of inflammation in neuropsychiatric disorders, a strong association between altered inflammatory mechanisms and neuropsychiatric disorders has provi- has been de- provided for depression, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, and post-traumatic stress disorder, and through systemic reviews and meta-analysis. Okay, I don't want to read that whole thing. It is hypothesized that inflammatory mechanisms are related to the physiopathology of neuropsychiatric disorders through several mechanisms. So basically... It's connected. Yay. And (laughs) you're compounding psychological distress can manifest in physical ways. What? Mm, Who knew? I know, right? Um, Yeah. Observable data from a large number of subjects shows a strong association between ADHD and inflammatory and autoimmune diseases. The high co-occurrence between ADHD and inflammatory disorders suggests a range of underlying mechanisms, including altered autoimmune response and common genetic and environmental links. Yeah. To sum up, there have been indications for a role of the immune system in the pathophysiology of ADHD. However, they're basically still doing more studies about it, right? Uh, Also, fun fact... If the mother of the child has an autoimmune disease, the children of that child are more likely to have ADHD. Yay. Isn't that great? Yeah. Lots of, lots of information there. I know. It's so fun. Yeah. It's great. Uh, so, wanted to go into some quirks that you maybe thought were just your weird personality, and by you I mean me, because this is me, uh, that could actually be symptoms of ADHD or neurodivergence in general. I will explain what neurodivergence is in a little bit. So quirks that could actually be ADHD symptoms. Hearing multiple noises makes you angry. (laughs) I.e., me at work, trying to have a conversation, while other people are shouting around me, instantly infuriates me. Generally fixating on repetitive or weird things, like clicking pens, flickering lights, a spot on somebody's shirt, or like, you know, a spot on their face or something. I was doing it at work, and I was like trying so hard because it was, there's something on his face. And I like, I have to like interrupt them and tell them, otherwise like I can't, like, I can't, I can't. I mean, but that's good looking out, though. I know. Like, I'd rather that's somebody what... tell me randomly yeah. in the middle of a conversation than not tell me at all. You know how many times I've been at work and people have let me walk around all day with shit on my face? Okay, that's just rude. Yeah, that's on rude. On my face. On your face. That's rude. Talk to me multiple times. No, no one told me I had salsa on my face. Mm-hmm. How embarrassing. Another fun one. Misophonia. When chewing or mouth noises enrages you. Oh, yeah, that's definitely it. Uh-huh. 
Uh, also, binging things in general. Bin- binging sweets to get that dopamine fix or binging anything, cycling through, of like, phases of obsessions, right? Mm. Uh, being consistently late is also <laughs> a symptom because time management can be difficult if you have ADHD. Um, completely zoning out while somebody is talking to you, which... I definitely struggle with, especially when somebody's talking about something super boring at work. Even if they're like, it's, I feel like it's different if there's like a public speaking thing, but if somebody's talking about something super boring and they're saying it to my face, I will still zone out. And then I'm like, oh shit, I have to pretend like I'm paying attention to what they're saying. It's a vibe. Yep. Losing shit all the time. And... My favorite one, forgetting things exist if they're not, like, physically in front of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Happens to me a lot. Um, so, yeah, as I mentioned, I started really doing research into this because I was reading a book called The Divergent Mind by Janera Narenberg. Uh, she is the founder of the Neurodiversity Project, and she graduated from Harvard School of Public Health and UC Berkeley. Because, man, just going for it. So, with women's... What? Are you... Are you nagging her right now? No! Like, goddamn, woman. Just fucking going for it. Just fucking go get your degrees, I guess. Doing shit. I'm over here. Just like, don't tell me about I it. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> no, but I really, it's a really good book, actually, and I really have enjoyed reading it. Um, one of the things that she brought up that I thought was super interesting is masking for women who have ADHD or other neurodiversities, right? Hmm. So, according to this book, Uh, Masking refers to an unconscious or conscious effort to hide and cover one's own self from the world as an attempt to accommodate others and coexist peacefully. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Research and anecdotal evidence shows an extensive amount of masking and passing is going on among women and girls, primarily because of the way women are socialized from a young age. Women and girls are often taught from an early age to blend in. And ADHD symptoms that we as women like manifest are often explained away as being shy or sensitive. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, masking can leave many women feeling empty, depressed, and anxious. Uh, because thanks to masking and attempting to blend into societal norms and expectations... Uh, this book says that an entire demographic of women is now being referred to as a lost generation because of an extensive amount of anxiety and depression as a result of the ex- internal experiences that don't match up with what the world expects from us or how the world views women. It's so like since they don't appear to function, like you don't appear to be normal, right? Yeah. Um, this is also due to a general lack of research in these disorders in women because study samples often rely on a streamlined populations of men. And they just assume, I know, and they just assume that like, oh, well, this is how it goes for them. That's how it is for everybody. And that's not the case at all. 
And because so many women and girls with ADHD are, you know, seen as typically smart and have done well in school, they fly under the diagnostic radar. Research and interviews show that because, oh, I already said that, basically because of the way they, women are socialized and girls are socialized, we often mirror and mimic behaviors of other females that are around us and learn how to be and interact with each other properly that way. Properly. Yeah, I know. I, well, you know, properly according to someone. Right. No, 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 I know, but it's like, it's right. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Internally, though, for us, so, so, so much energy is being put into acting this quote-unquote properly and passing as a normal person so that when you know, these girls with ADHD or neurodiversity grow up, um, adult responsibilities and stressors occur in life. It only drains even more energy and burnout and fatigue and anxiety can rear their ugly heads. Often these women don't even realize they're doing the masking and blending. Uh, but as we need more and more mental energy and new and more stressful environments, i.e. growing up to be an adult and pay bills and go to school and not having the structure of school, you know, and homework and parents to, like, tell us what to do kind of thing. That's when we notice it's harder and harder to keep up with social situations and friendships. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. The women who do fly under the radar, radar generally struggle with executive functioning and quote, logistical challenges often develop a nagging sense of not being good enough and, stru- and struggle with anxiety and depression. So with ADHD, um, we often assume that there's a deficit of, deten- of attention because that's in the title, right? Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that there's a, we have, I say we, I'm not formally diagnosed yet, but I'm like pretty sure I have it. Uh, there is a issue or there's a challenge in regulating attention at will. So that's how, you know, people with ADHD can swing from hyper-focus into one subject versus spacing out completely. And it's very hard to control it, right? Yeah. Uh, as a quote, people with ADHD often have too much attention just not at the socially acceptable times or situations in our highly regimented and structured societies. Yep. Um, so a little blurb about neurodiversity. Neurodiversity is a m- movement that embraces the diversity in a way of thinking or processing things and moves to include people who don't fall within the norms. Uh, people who fall within the norms and don't have, you know, or typically function as a normal human, I guess, Mm -hmm. are considered neurotypical. And uh, people outside of that have neurodivergences. And neurodivergences is a cluster of behaviors or signs that lead to a person's label or hopefully eventual diagnosis. So that's where I wanted to bring that up. So basically in this book, like it is a really good book, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. And like, uh, it's both like, exhilarating and like frustrating to realize that like Mm, yeah because I'm not gonna lie like personally and like okay yeah I'm not formally diagnosed but I am like going through the process of trying to get 
assessed. Even not being diagnosed or assessed, it's like even just seeing videos of other people describing a similar circumstance that you didn't know. Well, wasn't everyone and like, the, that kind of was it for me like yeah. I didn't know that everyone wasn't like that yeah. like I didn't get it until I realized like oh everyone isn't like that this, yeah. and that's I mean you know it's like that's a lot of what I personally like identify with in my day to day life <laughs> well it's just you like know? basic stuff because I remember like there's so many times I remember even talking with mom and being like, you know, people will just be like, well, pick one thing and focus on that one thing. And I'm like, I literally cannot do that. Yeah. Like, I can't. There's too many things that I'm interested in. There's too many things that I want to do. And, like, trying to focus, on, like, as soon as I try to force my focus onto one, it, like, fucking dissipates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I remember so often being like, what the fuck is wrong with me that I can't do this when other people can. And that's years of thinking that. And that's just one small aspect. You know what I mean? Of thinking, why am I broken in the sense that I can't fucking do this? Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, I feel like it um, leads to a lot of, like, internalized uh, self-worth issues. Yeah. it is one of those things where it's like you can't... I mean, again, this has just been an interesting year, you know? Um, been an interesting year for learning things like this. But, yeah, it was kind of like the whole astigmatism thing, you know? Like, when you saw the pictures side by side and you're like, oh... Not everyone sees the lines. Yeah. What? People are out there seeing for free, too. It's like, I know. shit's crazy. Shit's crazy. Well, that's like basic things, too. Like, silly things that, like... Like, I have zero concept of time. Oh, yeah, same. I have not had a concept of time or, like, remembering things. Remembering things I'm awful at. Like, don't, yeah, don't get me started. But it's like, or I will, like, remember everything Everything. about this one specific memory or, like, exactly where, like, one thing, one random thing is and I can't remember anything else. Well, and then, like, it's so funny because, like, whenever I try to clean... When, it, when my house is messy, like, it stresses me out, but I also know where things are. As soon as I clean and put stuff away, like, I feel right. better, and then I forget where the fuck I put everything, and I can't find I anything. I wish that I was messy in that way right now, unfortunately. Yeah. And, like, so another one that's <laughs> related to ADHD that I saw, and these are called doom boxes. So, like, you don't know where to put stuff, so you just put it in a fucking box and then leave it there, and it goes with other stuff that you don't know where to put it, and then you just have doom boxes or doom drawers. And, like, yeah, that's a thing. Sounds like uh, some Mari Kondo. Like a, like a Mari Kondo, like, instead of, uh, instead of the search for joy or whatever the name of her show is, tidying up. Um, <laughs> she's got like you know, just like Gordon Ramsay has kitchen nightmares and yeah. his kitchen. You know, she's got tidying up and doom boxes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and it's like I have so many small ones 
all over the house where I'm like, I know where these three random things are in this one box, and then there's other things in the storage ottoman. And oh, my God. Okay, so I have many Doom boxes. Wow, that just hit me. I have many ones. Right? I have many ones. They're small. But the, these ones, those, see, this is why I told them when mm, we Not them. to get the... Yeah, no, when we were redoing, like, reorganizing the house, I was telling our parents, I'm like, we cannot use those Ikea Drawers. basket yep. box things because shit will just get thrown in there because it's not anyone's fault, you know? No one means to do it. But it, it just happens. happens, yep. I don't mean to do it. I've reorganized those drawers a billion times, and I can tell you right now there are things in there that definitely shouldn't be. So... Yeah. Like, it's just, it just happens. It just happens. I had this drawer right next to me. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I just, you really enlightened me. I did, <laughs> I was like, doom boxes. It was doom boxes. And no. I was like, oh, my gosh. All my it's little trashy boxes yep. are full of random crap. And then I was like, oh, no. So is everything. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not everything, you know. It's, some places are As cool. she gazes, panicking around <laughs> her room. <laughs> trying to find the places where like it's not like that and I'm like no 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 I know where things are there and there but like in that little box back there no idea this drawer this drawer right the one right next to me ah it's like proximity isn't even helpful no still shove shit in there oh my god it's upsetting yeah anyways so there are I wanted to I don't know because this has been like an emotional (laughs) ride for me with this whole yeah. research on ADHD so I wanted to like end on some positive notes right um, so we have some possible benefits of ADHD um, some individuals with ADHD have more energy overall that they can channel into sports work creative ventures etc um, being creative is very A symptom of ADHD I know is very associated with ADHD Um, because you're having to think outside the box since you don't see the world that everybody else does. We're already creative problem solvers, so it's just how our brains work. A lot of people with ADHD generally might be more original, artistic, and creative. A small study published in the journal of, or the journal Child Neuropsychology, in 2006, found that ADHD sample groups displayed greater levels of creativity in performing certain tasks than their peers without a diagnosis of ADHD. And in a 2017 study, people with ADHD were more likely to report that they were creative in the performance domain, i.e. acting, playing in music, public, or mechanical scientific domain, i.e. setting up experiments and stuff as opposed to the artistic domain, which would be like drawing a picture of something they've never seen or an alien, which I think is interesting. It's not what I expected. Like, I expected the, like, acting or playing in musical and stuff, um, but I didn't expect that the artistic domain would be less than the scientific, if that makes sense. Although, if you're scientific in the sense that you're doing experiments, it's kind of like playing. (laughs) Yeah. An artistic domain in the sense of where the example that they gave was drawing a picture of something they've never seen, like an alien or something like that. Like, 
it's creative, but it's also very constructive, and you have to, like, literally build it. Yeah. So it's less, like, it's technically creative, but also not. Does that make sense? I don't know how to describe it. Because you have to build something that makes sense. Like, everybody thinks that art is just like, oh, do what you want. But, like, when it comes to stuff like that or when it I comes to, like... I think you're taking this art thing a little too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> there's... Di- okay, I say that because there's, for me, anyways, there's different levels of, like... I like drawing things... One, they either come to my brain, and I'm like, fuck yes, let me hyper-focus on that. Or drawing something that I see because I don't have to think about it because I'm literally mm. just, like, doing the thing. But when I was in illustration and they made us, like, build fucking scenes from our head, that was difficult. Because you do. You have to build a scene, but you have to build it in a way that makes sense. Yeah. You have to build it so it looks right. You have to build... You have to, like plan out the lighting you have to plan out all the colors so that it makes sense in the scene it's very tedious and i hated it to be mm. honest with you so that's why i was thinking about that because I, I feel like that does make sense actually because even though everybody thinks of art as like yay art so flowy and blah 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 but stuff like concept art like it's cool but that is way more tedious than something like fine art you know what i mean yeah Anyways, another another possible benefit of ADHD is uh, hyper-focus. So you're so intently focused on a task that you may not even notice the world around you until the task is complete. Uh, which for me reminds me of how I used to paint. I remember my teachers used to hate the way I fucking painted because I would have to literally do it all in one sitting. I could not, like, work on a painting a little bit and then go and do something else. Like, I had to have that hyper-focus to get the painting done. Wow. Which I know is weird. Um, also, find it funny, I feel like this podcast <laughs> is a great way for hyper-focusing, like a hyper-focusing outlet. You know, we get one yeah. topic to, like, fucking... Yeah, let's go. Hyper focus the shit out of this and then we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna have fun. But yeah, it's just uh but also still without like limiting ourselves too much <laughs> either. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um another possible benefit of having ADHD is that reward and competition are great motivators. Possibly even more so than people who don't have ADHD. Which I thought was interesting. Um, hmm. so I did look up some helpful tips that for people who may have ADHD or who do have ADHD because I want to end on, you know, a little hope, right? Uh, <laughs> the most helpful one that I have learned is break down all your tasks into small actions and make sure the very first task is an easy one that you can do. So you like focus enough to break down a list of all your the tasks. I know. So like this find is, the focus to do that. This first. one I found on TikTok where it was like trick your brain into doing a big task like laundry by saying, I'll just put away one shirt. I can put away one shirt. I'll just do this one thing. I tricked myself. Is that the trick? I was is, gonna, that the, is that the trick? 
I trick myself into doing a lot of things that way. I'm not going to lie. Don't answer me. I will do just that one thing, right? I do. No, it's like, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the one thing is that I will wait two and a half, three weeks of not doing a thing. And then it'll be like, <laughs> if you can get it done in five minutes, see, I know. you can do it. <laughs> That happened to me today. That was me today. Today. Jesus. I know. I know. Uh, so setting... Take the fucking wheel, please. <laughs> Got too many points on my license. Oh, gosh. Um, so, yeah, setting reminders on your phone is supposed to help, which I do set extensive reminders Here's on my phone. Thing. My phone does not control my life. Alarm goes off. Do you think I'm going to listen? Like, do you honestly think I'm going to be like, oh, I need to stop doing what I'm doing now? Well, no, mine is more for, like, like, I did it to remind me about, like, the social media posts. Even if I posted oh, them no, late, it's still a reminder. Good. Yeah, exactly. Okay, my bad. I was like, because I tried the whole alarm thing for a while. Where no. It's like, okay, I'm going to do this task for 15 minutes, alarm, nope. and then I'm, like, snoozing it. And then I'm nope. like, this is three hours yeah. later, and now I'm just listening to this song <laughs> on repeat. <laughs> No, that one doesn't work for me either. Also, actually, one of the tips is pay all your bills at once or on auto pay. <laughs> nice. Uh, schedule one day a week for cleaning. Don't try to clean a little bit every day. Just, like, find the day. And also, another one that I found was, like, embrace the chaos. So, like, if you're not feeling, like, you... Something like cleaning that you can put off a little bit. If you're not feeling like doing it that day, like just wait until you fucking feel like doing it and like harness that hyper focus and take advantage of it and you stay in it until you're fucking done, right? Yeah. Um, another one is using rewards to motivate yourself. So like, which I saw this hilarious TikTok today about this guy who was like, okay, so it's like having a tiny toddler in my brain. So I have to trick myself into doing the thing that I have to do by rewarding myself. So, like, I'm going to go to Target and pick up this thing that I need. And then because I did the thing, I'm going to get myself candy. And then he's like, that's probably how I've gained 40 pounds since the pandemic started. Yay! My solutions are also problems. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a thing that I have to figure out. I'm like, how do I reward myself without using sweets? Because <laughs> that's yeah. a problem. Um Oh, also, I thought this one would tickle you. Uh, another tip is to say things out loud to commit important things to memory. Are you talking to yourself? I have the biggest problem talking to myself. And it was like, I told myself so many times when I went back to work, I'm like, you don't have a mask on your face. Yep. You have to control your face. No. And I would control my facial expressions and my mouth would be like, yeah, okay, at least you didn't sound like a dick this time. Like, <laughs> I said that out loud today. Oh, God. Nobody heard me, but then I was just, I'm just like, Emily, are you at this point in your life that you are just going to insult the room quietly to yourself? <laughs> that so much that's like okay so I've been trying to like rein in my facial expressions too and then I was at work and somebody called me Mrs. Rogers and I swear to god my face was like 
and I was in front of new leadership and I was like, oh shit, they don't know me like that. Like, <laughs> but I like the disgust was like, I couldn't. It was just a visceral yeah, reaction. Yeah, I was like, excuse me? And I like, and I was like, oh shit, like this guy's new. He doesn't know me. I need to be nice. Like, what are you doing, Sarah? Don't like, <sighs> yeah, it's a, it's a problem. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, another one. Thick thighs, then patience, y'all. Yeah, I, I know. Don't know what I, I don't have any other explanation, but it's just it's well, dwindling down. I mean, it's the constant masking and the increased pressures of adulthood. So no, <laughs> that's what it is. Obviously, so, since there's all these increasing <laughs> pressures, our ability to mask oh, our. Man. Our uh, like literally, social though. deficiencies is dwindling. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Another fun one that I've been using with a friend of mine is an accountability partner or body double. So, like, you have to trick yourself into doing something by having somebody there. They don't even have to do the thing oh, with you. That works. That works really but well. But it though. works really well because you're not yeah. doing it for yourself, but you feel like you're doing it for somebody else. So you have to like even do the if thing. they're like not like doing they're literally like just it. sitting yep. there. Yep. 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 No, it works. Can confirm. Um, I've used that one before. The last one that I thought was great and that I didn't realize I was subconsciously doing is schedule a should less day. Uh, where you can follow your desires and energy levels. And I've been, yeah. like, doing that at least one day on the weekends. I've usually been doing that, where I, like, don't have anything planned, and I literally just do whatever pops into my brain. So, like, last weekend, I literally spent all Sunday at the pool. <laughs> nice. But it was nice. So that's what I wanted to do. I didn't realize that that was what I wanted to do until I was at the pool, and I was like, no, yeah, this is what I'm going to do all day. Nice. Um... So, yeah, that's my... I'm jealous. I wish pools were here. I know. I'm sorry. But, yeah, that's my, my deep dive into ADHD, and I uh, I was going to do a different topic, but it was about bugs, and I decided late in the game that I didn't want to talk about bugs. So. They're already buzzing up here. I was going to say. So I, uh, I found... I was already doing extensive research... So it was very easy for me to, you know, convert this to a topic. Um, but yeah, if you do think you have ADHD or you do think you're neurodivergent, uh, talk to your doctor and see about getting a referral to a psychiatrist and they can assess you for that kind of thing. Or I think you can also go to mental health resources in your county County? Is that a county yeah. thing? Yeah. I think it's a county thing, and I do believe that is correct, yes. Yeah. Because that's what I was told when I asked. <laughs> it's also what I was told when I asked, so yeah. Uh, Remember, folks. It's real out here. Yeah, if you're, uh, your kids have it or you have a relative that has it and a lot of these things seem to resonate with you he might want to do that and it's not just for funsies like i said there's a higher mortality rate for those who wow you're basically just telling us that we're all gonna die if it goes untreated we're gonna die younger yes that's why it's important to me at this current moment in time i want everybody what? that i love how is it gonna kill me if it goes untreated 
because you... Am I going to, like, walk into traffic? No, because the chronic stress and anxiety of thinking that you're not good enough and that there's something wrong with you will literally, like, deteriorate your body faster. Okay, but what if I just subscribe to, like, self-love TikToks and start going to goat yoga? Will that... Actually, meditation help. does help with uh, ADHD symptoms if you wanted to. I was Googling how actually. You know, what if the what if goat yoga really is yoga for people with ADHD and the goat's just there to like watch you do it? <laughs> it's like body double yoga. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Actually, yeah, no, I was researching how to like increase dopamine levels without binging fucking sweets or, you know, uh, Spending money. Smoking cigarettes. Oh, I was going to say spending money is another one. Uh, And, yeah, meditation was one of the things that came up to help with regulate dopamine levels. Which is funny because... I'm trying to get my... What? I was just going to say I'm trying to get myself back into exercising. I mean, girl, me too. Fuck. Doing my, my mini trampoline. I thought today, while I was at work, randomly, in the middle of the day, like, (laughs) oh, man, okay, so it was a longer thought than I originally thought. Um, So I just randomly thought of the fact that I have a mini trampoline up here, and that you had sent me Snapchats of Evie on it, and that you use it, Mm -hmm. and you were telling me about it, and I just, like, was like, (gasps) I should use my mini trampoline. I have a mini trampoline. I'm always so good at coming up with workout regimens when I physically cannot work out, i.e. like am at work. I'm like, I will do all of these things. And then you get home and it's like, nah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, I was like, you know, I do like being outside and it is really nice out and we live in the middle of nowhere, so I don't care if I look like an idiot. And pulling that big mat out, the big purple one, Mm -hmm. Um, that I was using for climbing and do stuff on there with my, um, with your, and then do cardio on the trampoline so that way I don't have to go anywhere, i.e. run past a dead deer or something. Well, I was doing research into the mini trampolines and 10 minutes on the mini trampoline is as effective as 30 minutes of running, but much better on your joints. So. Wow. Yep. Efficiency. You're reading the right articles there, aren't you? I sure am. Well, then, damn, I might just have to be, like, Rocky out here, except, like, the mini trampoline version that stays one place. (laughs) Do it. I feel like I'm getting better. At least I can handle being on it for longer periods of time without feeling like I'm going to die or fall over, because that is one of my fears of it. Yeah. I did, I yeah, yeah. I, I was I was pretty pleased with today, honestly. It's like I didn't do like what I normally do at the gym, but I did climb a route that I didn't get before. So, and I climbed it twice, which means like I really got it. Progress. You know I mean? Look at you. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's slightly progress, you know. It, it was uh, it was a little bit of a confidence boost, and you know we just looking for that dopamine. Yeah, out I know, here. right? Whatever, uh, whatever floats our boats. Yep. That's not uh, destructive to our health. I know <laughs> that's that's the key there. Yeah, it's dangerous. 
Also, having more protein also apparently helps with dopamine levels. I feel like I'm just, like, spouting out all of the information that I've been intaking for the last, like, two weeks. It's good to know, though. I don't know. It's like, look it up for yourselves. Go and, you know, do your little... They have assessments online to talk to your doctor, counselor. But, like, yeah, if you're over, you're like us. Like, hum. Why can't I function as an adult? Oh, wait, maybe this is why. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. 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 We're learning how to be better together in a post 2021 world. Yeah. Unprecedentedly. I also realized why I think my job works well for me because apparently. With ADHD, you have a lot of hobbies, but as soon as the word need, like you need to do something comes in, your brain is like, nah, I don't want to do that shit. So like I have these hobbies, but as soon as like I have to do it. Oh, yeah. Then it's like, no, 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 no. So my job works because one, it feeds the dopamine because there's a million little tasks that I can cross off my to do lists. I'm like, fuck yeah, I was productive. Ooh, I did that thing, and I did that thing, and I can do another thing. Oh, I'm on a roll. Let me do more things. It's ridiculous. And then, I, like, as I'm realizing more of the stuff, I'm like, I feel like a child. <laughs> because that's funny. That, but also with my job, like, I'm able to switch between tasks all the time. There's always yeah. something different to do. There's always something different to learn. It's, you know, I don't know. It's just a... Uh, but there's enough structure like, to, like, keep me reined yeah. in, too. I feel like, you know, um, this might be a spoiler alert. and Maybe there's not people out there that agree with me. But people that I've asked who are, like, I like to ask this question to people who are turning, you know, or like, are having a birthday and are turning, you know... <laughs> I don't know how to talk. Um, an age, you know, somewhere in there, somewhere around 50, we'll say. Uh-huh. 50 is supposed to be the halfway mark, allegedly, right? Allegedly. To a century, mm-hmm. all right? <sighs> Anyways, so somewhere around that area, I like to ask people, and I've done this for years, like, what does it feel like? Like, do you really feel any differently? And I don't do it, like, in front of people, you know? It's like I genuinely, like, want to know what their honest response is. And every single time, they're like... I feel like the same person I've always been. Yeah. And that's just, that's just it. You're always going to be that bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It is. I only feel my age when I'm around people who are much younger than me. <laughs> Other than that, I feel the same. Yeah, that one is bleak sometimes. And I'm like, I'm still cute. Oh. <laughs> you are. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yes. There we go. Thank you. Fuck. That's not Jesus. what I was talking about. I was going to say. I was not talking about that. Yeah, I, was just gonna, I was about to confess that my style is not going to change as I get older. So. Oh, uh, mine's not either. I've already decided. I'm going to be one of those people. It's just like... <laughs> 
I was going to be like always shopping in the junior section, but that's also what happens when you stop growing. I was going like to say, yeah, you're also tiny. I just decided I'm going to look like Moira Rose so I get older. You know, there are worse goals to be had. She that's true. She is a fashion icon. She is a fashion icon. Excuse me. Um, yeah. Fucking why? Bald eagles. Mm-hmm. Colon, bald eagles. Why? <laughs> and ADHD. Yeah. There's, who is it that has the, who is it that has the, the, the gram, the TikTok, the guy, what's his name? Oh, the guy? Connor. Yeah. Isn't it like it that Connor? guy Connor or something? Connor DeWolf. Yeah, so Connor DeWolf uh, taught me a lot about a dude though ADHD. Yeah. Um, what was it? Oh, he has one that's about renaming it. Oh yeah. Renaming ADHD. Um, because it's not a deficit in attention, and there's like the regulation and the hyperfocusing so d for dopamine a for attention v for variability i don't know you can't and e for executive function yeah <laughs> dave wow so it popped into my headphones and I thought that it was going to be, I thought that was you playing it. No. So, again, let's say that faster. You say it. I had, don't have it pulled up. I know. I'm going to say it. I'm just going to screenshot it. Oh, my God. He okay. has Dave merchandise now. Yes, he has. The, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then he's also got this, like, cute little uh, B logo with the neurodivergent symbol in it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so he he's serious like to rename it Dave for dopamine, attention, variability, executive dysfunction. Yep. Also, he has a sweatshirt that says follow the dopamine. Yeah, I do love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's a really good like embrace the chaos. Right. Vibe. Well, there you have it, folks. There you have it. Another week gone. <laughs> Winter blinks its frosty glare at us. One sunset at a time. Wow. God damn, you really had to take it there. You that was took dark. it there first. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, so, yeah, if you guys enjoy us, then, like, follow us on Instagram at wonderless.pod. Go to our website, thewonderlesspodcast.com. There is shit on there, baby. There is a contact form. Yes. There is pictures of us. Yes. Mm -hmm. we, have, we have episodes, too episodes yeah um you can find us where you find your podcasts on spotify or apple or amazon google podcasts anywhere that podcasts are is where we are actually 
Bam. Yep. If you have any suggestions for topics that you would like us to research, feel free to hit us up on our Instagram website or our email, which is the Wonderlust Podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. Um, last week we did an episode that had some topics that were suggested to us, and it was super fun, so we'd like to keep that up. Also, yeah. if you could rate and review us, we would really oh, fucking yeah. love it. Yeah, like, please. Like, we'll throw... We, we, we'll fucking, yeah. We're gonna do a giveaway, actually, for it. That's what's gonna happen. Yes. Okay. Yeah, giveaway is something. I mean, we do have merch. We could give stuff away. What are you gonna do with that spirit board? Don't give it away. No, that I cannot give away. That was, like... I want one really bad. I'm gonna, I can make another one. Don't worry. I want one. Okay. I got you. Me and Helen want one. Helen has... You know, she's been wanting to use her words more lately. Got it. Instead of just throwing shit at me. Who is she? She's the lady that likes to sit on me and throw things at me. When did she throw something at you? I didn't tell you about this. No. What? I woke up to what sounded like a rock being thrown at my head, hitting the wall behind me and falling down. I get up, I look around the whole room. There is nothing anywhere. Anywhere. Nothing like out of place, moved, knocked over, behind anything. Like, I thought maybe it was one of my little puck lights because those stick to the underside of the bookshelf. Um, But no, they were fine. So I have no idea what the fuck that was. But uh, it was also... It happened to be after I had snoozed my alarm for four hours. (laughs) Somebody is tired of your shit. And it was exactly the fourth hour that uh, Helen decided to strike me out of bed. (laughs) I like Helen. Yeah, she's pretty cool. I mean... But yeah, I do also have an alarm that goes off every single day and it's on a wristwatch and I assumed that the battery was going to be dead by now. <laughs> it's and not. I always forget to shut it off, but it doesn't always wake me up. In fact, it usually never wakes me up. But if somebody else happens to be around, they're like, oh my God, your alarm's going off. And I'm like, no. <laughs> No, that one's not my alarm. That just is. <laughs> that just is. <laughs> How else would I know that it's 6 a.m. every day? <laughs> well, we'll, uh, we'll figure something out for you and Helen. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Wanderers... I think it's time to wander off. Yeah, boy. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.